This podcast was recorded live at Petri Wine Studios in beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. I am so happy to be back, so absolutely thrilled to be back doing Panel Riot for you. And I'm very happy to say these words. Intern Stan, give us a theme song. Hot damn. Hot damn. I haven't heard that song in ages. Feels like ages. Feels like forever since I heard those sweet, dulcet tones. Stan, you're a genius. I'm glad to have you, buddy. Stan's back, everybody. Stan's back. He came back for the show. Watson's back. He's over there chilling in the corner, staring at some green laser lights that I got set up, because why wouldn't I? Because why wouldn't I? It's a celebration. Panel Riot's back. And folks, I want to thank you for tuning in. After all this time, after not having a show for a while, thank you for listening in. It it really, really does mean the world to me. And a few of you have even continued to support us through Patreon. You didn't delete your things. You kept your Patreon subscriptions. Sweet as candy, all of you, each and every one of you. You are precious in my sight. Specifically, let's do the rundown, folks. TJ Tag, that's right, folks. TJ Tag kept his Patreon subscription. Thank you, TJ. I greatly appreciate it. Ellen Sergey. Ellen is still a Patreon subscriber. Ah! Elbow Rambo, you're the best. Meredith Staten, that's right, folks. She is still contributing to the show. She is a saint. She's a saint. And of course, of course. One of the most supportive people that I have ever known in my entire life, Mike Sorg, a.k.a. Sorgatron, the man behind Sorgatron Media, the company that's bringing you this very podcast, still contributing to the show. On a scale of 1 to 10, (laughs) they're the best. Folks, Panel Riot is a podcast about comic books, so let's talk about comic books. It's been a while. It has been a while, admittedly, since I've seen you guys. And I am sorry for that. I'm very sorry. I know it's taken a while. I've been gone. I've got stuff going on. But all that's in the past. All that's behind me now. I've got a studio. Folks, I've got a studio. I'm coming to you live-ish from my own studio. Everything's set up. Watson has a special place to sleep. There's amazing lights, artwork all over every available surface, except for one wall. I actually haven't hung anything um, behind the computer yet, but I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get some kind of awesome comic book-based art, and uh, and I'm going to put it up there. And uh, and But where? Wait, what's the name of these studios? What's, it's not just a room in my house. No. It's a studio. The Petri Wine Studios. Ah! There it is. There it is. Folks, that's correct. 
live and direct, the Petri Wine Studios. I've got a beautiful picture of a walrus drinking wine on the wall. Because these are the official Petri Wine Studios, the family that took time to bring you good wine, dot, 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 and podcasts. Podcasts, you say? That's right, plural. Podcasts, plural. Because not only is Panel Riot back, there are going to be new productions coming down the pipeline. That's right, folks. We have lots of and lots of beautiful and exciting plans. 2017 is a year of change, and it is a year of production and getting shit done. So if you like listening to my voice, if you like hearing me say really random, sort of funny to like 12 people, and sometimes interesting stuff, this is this is the year for you. Because we got, we got some other stuff coming down the pipeline. But first and foremost... Panel Riot, my sweet baby Panel Riot, and I am so glad, so very glad to have it back and to be here with you. So let's let's catch up a little bit, okay? Let's talk a little bit about uh, things that happened in comic books in 2016. I mean, 2016 was a big, big year, so let's just, uh, listen, we're not, this isn't chronological order, it's not in order of importance, it's just some stuff that happened, that was cool, and we're going to talk about it. Specifically stuff that I enjoyed and thought was cool, you know the deal. It's my show. We've talked about this before. It's my show. So I'm going to talk about things that I think is cool. For instance, the Wonder Woman trailer. The Wonder Woman trailer. That stuff looked great. That looked fantastic. Very, very excited about the Wonder Woman trailer. I think, based off of the trailer, they did a very good job. Now, I am wary. Because this is DC Films, and they they put out these other movies that... Well, I guess we can talk about that. Suicide Squad came out. Mm-mm. And I saw the trailer for that, and I saw stuff for it, and I was like, nah, you know, this could... Yeah, I, maybe. All right, maybe. Let's uh, give it a shot. Oh, God, why? Why? Why did I do that? It's a mistake. It shouldn't have... Suicide Squad. No. Big mistake. In the re- in, re- in the wrestling, we call that a swerve. Let's build this up and make it look good, and then it's bad. Maybe that's not a swerve. Maybe that's just poor. Anyway, screw, 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 <laughs> screw Suicide Squad. But I'm totally taking the bait for Wonder Woman. Let's, let's give it a shot. Let's, I will see the Wonder Woman movie. It's not out yet. We'll see what happens. Um, they cast Captain Marvel. They did cast Captain Marvel. Brie Larson wouldn't have been my first choice. I don't remember who my first choice was at this point, so screw it. Brie Larson confirmed uh, she will be Captain Marvel, and she's fine. I, I don't. I haven't seen her in many things. I heard she was great in The Room. Um, she was very funny on that episode of The League that was real weird. And, um, yeah, I I can't wait to see what they come up with. I If she doesn't have the side cut... I'm going to be probably pretty pissed, but enjoy the movie anyway, because come on. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. There was a Spider-Man trailer. Come on. it's. I mean, it's got a dumb name. Admittedly, dumb name. Spider-Man Homecoming. I get it. Uh, Marvel, he's coming. Huh. Uh, don't get cutesy with me you know let me tell you something i forgot how hard it is to not curse when i'm doing this show 
I really, I really want to say just the worst words to punctuate my sentences, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it yet. Maybe down the line we'll get a little filthier on this show, but right now, no. Just Homecoming is a dumb name, but I'm excited for Spider-Man. Um, I'm excited that Michael Keaton's going to be part of it. Anything that Michael Keaton's is is in Michael Keaton's is what <laughs> Michael Keaton's is is in. Uh, I, I I love Much Ado About Nothing. Uh, Mr. Mom, sure, rock and roll. Bird Birdman was uh, life changing, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Okay, now let's get real for a minute. I switched the hands that are holding the microphone. Because we're going to get real right now. It's going to be great. I know it's going to be a good movie. Because it's the same people. All the same people. All the same cast. Steve Agee, who I love, is going to be in it. He's playing one of the Ravagers. I wasn't super impressed with the trailer. I saw the trailer and I thought, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. No, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool, I'm on board. Maybe... It's because I've been dealing with some like soul-crushing stuff lately and feel that parts of me have died and are incapable of joy. But I just I thought the trailer was just okay. I thought it was just like, uh All right, yeah, no. No, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'm going to see it. You didn't even have to release a trailer. Whatever. Moving along. Thor They've announced more details about the Thor Ragnarok movie. Excite. I am excite. I, I, I enjoy the Planet Hulk storyline. I went back and read that comic um, during my little hiatus and really enjoyed that. And the World War Hulk, that was that was all right. I wonder if they'll ever get back to that uh, in the films. But, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I'll go see Thor Ragnarok just for the Planet Hulk stuff. Not not as interested in the, in the Ragnarok portion of it. Um, but, you know, Loki will be there, and hey, love Loki. Speaking of which, Doctor Strange. Let's talk for a minute about Doctor Strange. I want to get into it more later. Um, but I feel like a lot of people a lot of people had some problems with the movie, and a lot of people were kind of hard on it and everything like that. And I definitely think that there is a superhero fatigue when it comes to the films, you know what I mean? People are like, oh, there's so many of them and they're ubiquitous and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, I, I understand that and I appreciate it. But it was still a really good movie for what it was. Yes, there's a lot of them and a lot of them are crap. But I really enjoyed the movie. The visuals were absolutely beautiful. The comedy sucked. And Benedict Cumberbatch, just let, just let him be British. Just let I... Doctor Strange, it's not a stretch for me to think that he's a British person. Fine. Yeah, give him him the British accent. I don't know. I enjoyed the movie. The part where the hands were growing hands. You know what I'm saying? That was was some pretty good stuff. I'm excited about that. Switching gears just a little bit. They announced a new Star Trek TV. It's a new Star Trek TV series. You don't even... Guys... There's a new Star Trek TV series. They announced it. It's happening. They're casting people for it. This is real. This is a real thing. That's happening. It's called Discovery. Now, am I a little bummed that it's... What, I guess it's taking place between Enterprise and the original series? Fine. Whatever. Just don't... 
just do it properly. You know what I mean? There's, you know what Star Trek is, and you know what Star Trek can be, and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. If you want a more in-depth analysis of Star Trek that is hilarious and and interesting, go and listen to The Greatest Generation. It's an amazing, uh, amazing podcast on... <laughs> on the <laughs> I was just thinking that someone's ticking a card. Okay, uh, uh, ten minutes in, and Will has already told us to go listen to a different podcast. <laughs> it's true, I am. I want you to enjoy all the podcasts, not just mine. Um, Greatest Generation. It's by um, uh, Ben and Adam. They're on. The, it's on the Max Fun Network, and uh, it's a great podcast, especially about Star Trek. They genuinely love Star Trek, and they tell really filthy, messed up jokes. So uh, be warned, you know, be warned before you go uh, go and check that out. But but definitely go and check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, I've got high hopes for the new uh, the new Star Trek series. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I know it's going to be good and it's going to be interesting. It's not going to be quite what I want from Star Trek, but it never will be. Because I want to cross between, you know, Next Gen and DS9, and that's never going to happen. Nobody wants that but me and, like, four other people. So, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm looking forward to it, you know. I'll, I'll go and see it. Uh, Rick and Morty. I'm just... I just want to say I really like Rick and Morty. During the hiatus, I watched all of it, and uh, it's, it's really it, it just a just a wonderful show. And it's is great. I liked it. I liked it. It's irreverent and deep, and it, it scratches a lot of itches for me. And um, so, so yeah, if you haven't seen Rick and Morty, it's all on Hulu. Go check it out. It's a blast. Uh, and and well, you know, while I'm at well, well, we're just talking about cartoons. Um, uh, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls? Yeah, Gravity Falls. Go go watch Gravity Falls. That's another one where I, I watched all of that with um friend of the show, Corey, during the hiatus. And it's a great show. Super interesting, really funny, really well done. Just um just really worth your time. Go and check those out. So um before we continue on commercials. That's right, folks. We still have commercials. We still have bills to pay. We've got stuff to take care of so we're going to take a brief commercial break new commercials though happy to tell you we've got some new commercials we've got some new sponsors and uh and i whipped up some uh, some ad reads for you folks specifically uh just because i know you know you don't want to hear the same petri wine commercials again and again and again so to that end here is a brand new commercial from a brand new sponsor and uh stick around because we'll be right back with more panel riot right after this thanks Will, I hear you all shouting out there, Will, what am I going to do? There's all these monthly subscription boxes. There's so many of them. I'm drowning in monthly subscription boxes, and none of them have anything that I want. This one's got food. This one's got toys. This one's got apparel. This one has socks. How did I get signed up for the one that has socks? I don't want any of this crap. Will, what am I going to do? I don't know why, but I feel like you have the answers. Well, good news, I do have the answers. And the answer is Comic Bento. That's right, folks, Comic Bento, the monthly subscription service that sends you exactly what you want. Comics. 
comics. That's right. Graphic novels of all shapes and sizes. Fantastic products. A full box of them each and every week. And folks, since you are Panel Riot listeners, we can offer you a special offer. That's right. We are offering you an offer. 15% off. That's right, folks. 15% off. If you go to bit.ly.com slash bento riot today, sign up and your first subscription, entire subscription, <laughs> is 15% off. Finally, a monthly subscription box that is exactly what you want. Not socks, not food. You can't eat it, you can't wear it, but you can read it, folks. That's right. Comics. Head on over to bit.ly slash bento riot today. Sign up and get 15% off. Oh yeah, we're back. We're back, we're back, and that was one of our fine new commercials. I do hope you enjoyed it, and if you didn't, well, then don't buy it. Don't buy it. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a thing. It's just a commercial. It's alright. Everything's gonna be okay, guys. It's gonna be cool. We're talking about comics, and we're talking about things related to comics that happened in 2016. Some of these are a bit tangential. Yes, I just talked about Rick and Morty for a while and uh, and Gravity Falls. But you know what? Go enjoy it. Enjoy it. Just have enjoy your life. Man, just enjoy your life. Seriously. You have to. Um, I don't know what that was about. So, uh, folks, back to amazing things that happened in 2016. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Come on. Luke Cage came out in 2016. Did you what did you watch? Did you watch Luke Cage? You should have. You should have watched Luke Cage. Seriously, you should have. It's great. It's absolutely it's it's a wonderful wonderful series. I enjoyed it greatly. I know a lot of other people that did as well. It's a blast. And, you know, it's not without its problems, as many people agree, but, I mean, Method Man shows up at one point. That's amazing. That's amazing. The caliber of acting in this thing, it's just, listen, eventually I'm going to do a Luke Cage podcast. I mean, an episode of this show about Luke Cage, not a whole podcast about Luke Cage. That just... You get where I'm going with this, okay? Luke Cage came out, and it was amazing, and we'll talk more about it later. All right? Cool. Um, so at Comic-Con, they released a lot of trailers. There was a trailer for Luke Cage, because that hadn't come out yet, um, and uh, and also a trailer for Iron Fist. Iron Fist looks amazing. Iron Fist is coming out this year. Matter of fact, I think it's just in just a few weeks. Just in just a few weeks. That's right. I said it again. It looks like a lot of fun, and the descriptions I've heard... Uh, make it sound even better. I can't wait for Iron Fist. And then, of course, with that comes the Defenders trailer. There was a Defenders trailer, which wasn't really a trailer. It was just, you know, some music and clippings or whatever. But it just confirmed that there will be a Defenders. Since then, they have released photos. Entertainment Weekly did a photo shoot with uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones. And it, you know... I was <laughs> I was going to say genuinely I was going to say and they looked great. Uh, of course they look great. Yes, 
they have cast four of the most attractive people on the planet to play superheroes, which I like, and then professional photographers to stage and take these photos. Yes. Yes. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that they looked good. (laughs) Defenders is going to be real good. Yeah, can't wait for that, too. Um, they announced that The Punisher is getting his own trailer, and after seeing him in uh, in Season 2 of Daredevil, of course. Did I say trailer? The Punisher is getting his own trailer. Yes, he will, while he is filming the TV series. And by TV, I mean Netflix. I'm all mixed up today. Man, knocking off the old podcast rust. The old podcast rust gets all up in you, and it's all up in me. <laughs> so bear with me. I appreciate that. They announced uh, Legion, uh, the new X-Men series, which, you know, never, you know, ever have I given even a tiny shit about Legion. But, uh, but you know, this trailer at least looks interesting. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a, I'll give it a once-over. It's coming from FX. FX has a lot of incredible shows. Um, they're the ones who brought you Archer, The League, Man-Seeking Woman, and uh, I'll, give it, I'll give it a shot. You know what? I will. I'll give it a, a look-see. They announced uh, an American Gods TV series. That's going to be fantastic. If you're a fan of uh, Neil Gaiman, then your head exploded. More exciting to me, however, was that they also announced a... Oh, crap. I forgot the name of the book. <laughs> Good Omens, a Good Omens series. I love Good Omens. That is my favorite Neil Gaiman book, and uh, and I can't wait. Now... <sighs> Deep breaths, deep cleansing breaths. This next one is its exciting. And it's something that I've thought about for a long time. And I can't... It's, 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 it's happening. They're bringing back Mystery Science Theater 3000. I love that show. I love Mystery Science Theater 3000. I have since I was young, and they're bringing it back. They're bringing it back, and they're not just bringing it back with a bunch of random folk. They're bringing it back just with so many people that I like. I mean, Jonah Ray's going to be on. I love Jonah Ray. Jonah Ray's involved. Uh, uh, Joel's going to be involved. Patton Oswalt uh, is going to be involved. Baron Vaughn. Baron Vaughn is hilarious. If you don't know who Baron Vaughn is, you need to whip out your Spotify and go and listen to his stand-up album. He's fantastic. He's so good. Felicia Day is involved. The list of guest writers. Oh, my God. If it wouldn't be loud and totally inconsiderate to you guys, I would have just dropped the mic and laid on the floor for 10 minutes, uh, just rolling around in in the joy, in my just little, my joy cocoon um, that I created. I spun it myself uh, with help from uh, the returning Mystery Science Theater. Can't wait for that. Cannot wait for that. Crazy successful Kickstarter, as it should be. Um, it's it's going to be wonderful. I it's gonna be wonderful. That's it. All right. All right. Um, what else is going on? He said, making fun of stand-up comedians. Uh, well, some crazy stuff happened in comics, like in storyline. Um, Marvel is continuing its trend of taking classic heroes and introducing new people as those heroes, which 
I am fully in support of. A company has to move forward to survive, and that is exactly what they're doing. Marvel is doing a great job. To that end, Riri Williams became the new Iron Man, technically. She's actually Iron Heart. That's the name of her uh, of her character. And I got to tell you, I've been reading her uh, her comic Iron Heart, and it is it's great. It's fantastic. The art is beautiful. The writing is wonderful, and um, and I'm, I'm I'm on board. They're they're off to a great start with this, and I hope it's a trend that they continue. Um, on top of that, while we're in the you know the Iron Man vein, you've got Infamous Iron Man, which is. Um, uh, Victor Von Doom taking over for Iron Man, and that's a lot of fun. That's a really good comic. Marvel's Marvel's doing some really good stuff here. Um, let's see here. You've got uh, the Watchmen becoming part of the DC universe after their whole um, most recent giant crossover event. I guess it's after like the end of New Fifty Two or something, or Rebirth or whatever. I. <laughs> Look, when last I left you guys, I told you I'm going to keep reading some DC comics, specifically Wonder Woman, and I did. I did. I read Wonder Woman, and I enjoyed it. I didn't read any other DC comics or even really about any other DC comics, and sorry. Whatever. If you're new to the show, if you're just joining us, I'm not a big DC fan, and I keep trying, I keep giving them chances, but whatever. And honestly, yeah, okay, so it's cool. The Watchmen are become part of the DC Universe. Whatever. F- whatever. The Watchmen was a great thing, and it should have stayed a great thing, and they should have left it alone, and Alan Moore still cashes the checks, so shut up. Maybe he's... I don't even care if he doesn't cash the checks. He signed the contract. Whatever. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't want to get... I don't want to get into a spicy meatball here. Is that a phrase? I don't know if that's an expression or not. Either way, let's just let's just leave that where it is, okay? Watchmen are part of the DC universe. Some people care. I'm not one of them. Mm. Hellboy. Hellboy ended. Hellboy ended in one of the most just perfect ways that that series could have ended. I think they did a great, great job with a great character and a great comic book series. And um, I know some people who have been lifelong Hellboy fans, and they loved how it ended. They, they thought it was perfect, and uh, and I can't help but agree with them. Saga, I don't even have to get into Saga. Saga is amazing, always has been amazing, and continues to be amazing. That's that. That's that's really all there is to Saga. Saga is great. And, you know, while it's it's hard to mention Saga without mentioning The Wicked and the Divine, so I'm going to go ahead and mention that too. Still super good. Still super good. And why not? Just because these three comics are ubiquitous when mentioning comics that are excellent, Sex Criminals. Super good. All super good. Continue to be good in 2016. And, uh will probably continue to be good in 2017. A new comic came out in 2016. And, uh, you know, it it completed its entire run and is one of the best comics that Marvel has put out in a long time. It It was a relatively short story as far as Marvel comics go. Very encapsulated, very, um very stylized and very isolated no crossovers very very few crossovers and that's the vision 
This book blew everyone away. It was on the top of everybody's best comics of 2016. It was weird. It was dark. It was beautifully written. It was emotional. For a, for a, so the the premise is that the Vision wants a family, so he makes one, and it goes about as well as you think it will go, but in such a way that, like, you feel changed after you read this book. It's just, look, it's going to take some unpacking, and I think I need to talk about it with someone else who has also read the comic, so I think The Vision is going to be its own episode, and it's it'll be one of those episodes that I really love doing because the whole storyline has happened now. Issue 1 all the way to issue 12 or 13 or something like that. And um, so I can well, you can look at it as one full art piece, one full storyline, one full you know thing. And that's great. That's wonderful. I'm very, very, very excited about, uh, about doing that. If you haven't read The Vision, go and get it now. The trade is probably out by now. But even if it's not, go and buy the individual issues. You will not be disappointed. Okay, so we got to take another break. One more quick break with, yet again, a new commercial sponsor, and uh, and we'll be right back with more Panel Riot. Please stick around. Humans have finally ventured into space. They've discovered a way to talk to the stars themselves, and they do not like what they've found. This is a story of those left behind. A sci-fi story told in chapters. A fantastic webcomic full of beautiful art and hilarious dialogue. Life, survival, and weird platypus creatures. From the creators of Soulsworn comes the Empathy Drive. Head to bit.ly slash empathy drive today read the current issue catch up on previous issues and subscribe bit.ly slash empathy drive and we're back yeah we're back yeah we are and we're talking about great stuff that happened in 2016 we're in the home stretch guys we're in the home stretch now I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. I'm probably forgetting some stuff. Probably am. Totally accept that. I'm, I'm, it's fine. These things happen. Sometimes you forget things and, you know, I'm not as young as I used to be. And, um, I'm in fact a year older. I'm one year older from the last time you guys heard me, give or take give or take a few months. So, you know, sometimes you get confused and you just kind of go off on these tangents and you forget, you know, what your original, uh, when your original point was. And I mean, look, I, I really have to disagree with this concept that Captain Crunch cuts up your mouth. It doesn't cut up your mouth. It doesn't cut up my mouth. You know, maybe you guys have some kind of like low level allergy. Like you ever eat a banana and it feels like your your mouth is kind of cut up and dry on the inside or walnuts. Walnuts do that too, at least to me. 
um, pineapples. Pineapples do it real bad, and it makes it feel like your mouth is cut up. But you know, I don't get that with Cap'n Crunch. Maybe you guys do get it with Cap'n Crunch. Um, so you know, no judgments. But I mean, you should know what you're talking about. You know, you should know you know the source of this. It feels like you have maybe some kind of allergy to like um, maybe it's the the dust that they use or the the flavoring that they use on the cereal or whatever. So um, you know, I, I mean, allergies are crazy. By the way. Tostitos with lime, you know, these hint of lime Tostitos, you know, that's the same dust that they use to flavor the lime flavored, um, uh, uh, what are they? Fruit Loops. Fruit, yeah. Because I tasted one. I was like, wow, that tastes really familiar. I couldn't place it. And I've had bag after bag, not in a row, obviously, um, but you wouldn't know it to see me. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, over time, and I just recently I bought another bag, and they, you know, delicious. I really like these things, special, especially with a nice, you know, Newman's own mango salsa. You know, all his profits go to charity. That's fantastic. That's that's absolutely fantastic. I, I love that, uh, you know, an organization like that exists. And, you know, it's it's in every grocery store and it should be it's delicious he makes a great he makes a great mango salsa not so good with the black bean and corn that's less good um not a fan of that for some reason i really like the super generic black bean and corn salsa like the walmart brand or the or the nature's basket giant eagle brand where well, i'm in pittsburgh um so you know a lot of giant eagles giant eagle is the equivalent of your wegmans or your um piggly wiggly or your whatever the west has that i'm forgetting right now in and out burger the equivalent of your in and out burger um but uh, but yeah, Newman's own is 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 super good. So um, anyway, so uh, there was a <laughs> uh, bunch of new comics that came out this year. Um, specifically, Black Panther. Black Panther was a beautiful, beautiful comic. Tanahisi Coates wrote it, and I'm really hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, it's a great comic, super super enjoyable. Um, you know, I, that's that is one that I have uh, I've done my best to keep up with and. It's it's incredible. I'm so glad that he's writing for for Marvel Comics, and I hope he continues to do so. You know, well into um, uh, whenever the Black Panther movie comes out, because you know, if you're keeping up this this caliber of writing, you know, it happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. Well before the film came out, they had Brian Michael Bendis writing Guardians and just killing it. And then the film came out, and there was already this established you know fan base that you know, wasn't necessarily there before. And Black Panther's always had a big fan base, but it grows when you have someone as skilled as Tanahisi Coates writing it. So, go read Black Panther. That came out in 2016. Uh, and not just Black Panther, I think World of Wakanda also came out in 2016, written by him as well. So go and check that out. Cyclops died. Cyclops died in a really strange way. Um, after, after all the Secret Wars stuff happened, you know, he, it was like a six months or an eight months later thing, and no one knew where Cyclops was, only that he was dead, and it turns out he died, um, fighting Black Bolt during this whole Inhuman War. But did he actually? I don't think so. Um, no, he didn't, but it was, um, I don't know if that reveal came out until 2017, no, it did. No, I, I, I don't know. I haven't been reading those. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. For reasons I don't understand, these X-Men books have just not been interesting lately. They've just been, you know, as boring as Tuesday. And I I, I just can't... None of them... 
None of them really scratch that itch. The closest one has been, you know, all new X-Men, where you've got the time-displaced X-Men still running around doing their business. But uh, I don't know. There's It just hasn't, haven't, hasn't interested me, and none of this, you know, Inhumans versus X-Men thing has really been interesting. Uh, it looks like they're trying to get a return to form this year when they... Um, when they do, you know, they're re- bringing back, you know, X-Men, was it X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue, the two teams, and um, they're really, it looks like they're making a push to for, for the new um, the new X-Books, and that's great. You know, I'm, I would love to see that happen, and I would love to enjoy X-Men books again, because, you know, those were my first, my first Marvel books. The ones that I really loved were all X-Men, they brought me to the dance, and... I'd like to um I'd like to get back into them so I don't know do something Marvel um next up uh Captain America's an agent of Hydra sure sure he was yeah um he was old Steve Rogers and then he wasn't old Steve Rogers because a living incarnation of the Cosmic Cube made him young but it was an evil living incarnation of the Cosmic Cube so she also made him evil and think that he lived his entire life as a shield double agent and apparently that's going to happen in 2017 which feels oddly appropriate whatever whatever um yeah, that happened. Uh, I don't know why I even I don't I don't know why I, you know mentioned it because I, we're talking about really good things that happened in uh, in 2016. And to that end, I want to talk about two movies in particular. First up, Civil War. Captain America's Civil War. This movie was insane. How did they do it? How did they do it? How did they pull together all these characters and all this stuff and do it in such a way that it was compelling and it was interesting and it was exciting and it was fun and it was long. Man, it was long. Now, my timeline is a little messed up. I don't remember if I actually talked about this on the show yet. But, I mean, it's it's a really it's a really good, fun, entertaining movie that is so long. It's the first time I've seen, you know, one of these Marvel movies where I um I sat there in the theater at one point being like, "Jesus, how long have I been here? My back hurts." Oh no, I'm getting old. Oh, that's it, guys. It's it's normal length. I'm getting old. Crap. Whatever. Spider-Man 2 was in it, and uh, I love Spider-Man 2. Finally, finally let's wrap it up with um with one of the most successful superhero movies of all time. One that has been in sort of production for years, an incredible amount of time. One that fans thought time and again, time and time again, would never happen, never happen, never happen. And then it did, and it was perfect. Deadpool. They did it. Ryan Reynolds, with all of his handsome chin, did a bunch of crappy romantic comedies so he could get enough clout. Not all crappy. They weren't all crappy. Okay? The proposal, I actually, I listen, I actually kind of like the proposal. Okay? They, 
they 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 brought up with, okay no hold on now on it the, the proposal okay so it had Sandra Bullock and uh, and Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds was her assistant and um, and basically they had to pretend to um, to be married okay so um, so the thing with uh, with Deadpool they 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 captured the okay now hold on now they had to pretend to be married um, because I think it was it was Ryan Reynolds family thought he was or something like that and um and she owed him a favor um and she was his overbearing boss and uh and it, and it was just it was you know I, it was a really good movie it was a really fantastic movie and uh and you guys should really uh check it out the proposal so um so uh so yeah that's the the best stuff that happened wait a second wait no, no hold on hold on deadpool no we were talking briefly about deadpool deadpool Deadpool, uh, it, it managed to caption, capture the essence of this character who um, is so easily exploited and so easily maligned and and um, written improperly. You know what I mean? Like, Deadpool is one of two things. He's either a fascinating, deep, fantastic, you know, interesting character, or he's a cash grab. And God knows Marvel has exploited both ends of that spectrum, you know? Especially this year, especially after this movie came out and was such a success. You saw Deadpool everywhere, all this Deadpool stuff. But this movie, we're talking about the movie killed it. They absolutely killed it. It was violent. It was funny. It was it was over the top. It was meta. It was it was perfect. It was just absolutely perfect for a Deadpool movie. And they're going to make 12 more and they're going to get worse and worse. But you know what, folks? We can always go back to the first one. You can always watch that first Deadpool movie and we can always be like, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is so handsome. <laughs> and he's so he's also Deadpool. <laughs> Oh, and T.J. Miller is just, he's just, come on. You put T.J. Miller in anything and I will watch it. And that's why I wasted uh, at least two hours of my life watching that terrible, what was that terrible movie? The one with the bear, oh, Yogi Bear, Yogi Bear. Yeah, he was in Yogi Bear. Um, no, I, I I tell a lie, I tell a lie. He, he, he was also in Transformers and Jesus, why would I watch that? get out of town um folks that's it that's it those that's those are all the stories i can come up with you know kind of off the top of my head and also you know searching the internet for top comic stories in 2016 i'm sure i'm forgetting some i'm sure i'm missing some i have no concept of time so i and also 2016 was a shit show and much of it is a blur. A whole lot of it is a big, big blur. So if I did miss anything, anything you wanted me to touch on, please email me at panelriot at gmail.com and I will release an addendum to this list. I will talk about it. Just email me. Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at panelriot. You can Twitter me directly at DJ Lunchbox. You can get Intern Stan. Intern Stan is still on Twitter, folks, at Intern Stan. You can also uh, hit up the Petri family at Petri Wine if you like. If you like. If you want to thank them for the studio, thank them for the content, or just, you know, chat with a family that makes wine and podcasts. Yeah, get after it. Folks, you know, you know a lot of the stuff I'm about to tell you, but I'm about to tell you it anyway. Firstly, panelriot.com it's your hub for all things panel riot links pictures 
stuff about the show, just go. Just head on over to panelriot.com. It's great. You'll love it. You might be listening to the show from there right now, in which case, thanks, man. This part isn't for you because you already know about panelriot.com. What can you do in panelriot.com aside from see pictures of all of our awesome guests and learn fun facts about them and what episodes to check out? You can donate. You can donate. I said it at the top of the show because we have wonderful, amazing, incredible people supporting this podcast. I love them, each and every one of them dearly. They're all beautiful and and I want to just I want to just kiss them on the forehead. Just tiny little just just right on the forehead. One for each of you that wasn't for the rest of you who haven't donated yet. But if you want one, you can get one. Head on over to panelriot.com. Click 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 the button that says Patreon just once. I said it you know, three times. I guess two and a half because I stuttered. But um, click there, donate. It's 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 on a per episode basis. Uh, I might add an option later on to do a monthly thing. But for now, for every episode that uh, that I release, you can donate a certain amount to. And and it's really any amount. You can donate just a fraction of a you know a, a you know an insect's um, you know hair on its. Uh, I don't know how insects work. Do insects have hair? It doesn't matter. You can donate just a teeny tiny amount of money. Anything is greatly appreciated. And um, and there are goals and stretch rewards and everything like that. Head on over to panelriot.com, click Patreon, and, and go from there. Um, Twitter, we covered. We covered Twitter. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, you have ample choices for that. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please rate and review the show. Um, it means it means the world to us. Uh, it really helps the show grow, gets the word out. The higher those ratings go, I don't know. Something happens in Apple and then we get famous. I don't know. I don't know. I've been podcasting for a long time. Still don't know how that works. But uh, all I know is it's good if you do that. If you're not listening to us on iTunes, hey man, no problem. You can hear us on the website, you know that. You can hear us on Google Play Music. We're everywhere. I don't know if iHeartRadio got their stuff together, but we could be there too. Maybe, I don't know. Um, We're also on Spreaker. Do you know what Spreaker is? You should, because we're there. As I said before, send us an email, panelriot at gmail.com, and uh, tell me what I missed. Tell me what I missed about 2016 or not. Just email me and be like, Will, it's okay. You know, we, we're leaving that year in the dust. And we're going to face this new, really terrifying world together. Together. Thanks for listening, True Believers. And remember, we're all in this together. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.